Creating your own reality. Is it possible for me? I am Jennifer Cahill, the Consciousness Architect, and I am here to tell you that it's not only possible, it's closer than you might think. Welcome to the show. I am Jennifer Cahill, and I'm so thankful and grateful that you're joining us today for an incredible human being who has been on the network before, is not new to the network, but what she's going to share today may be new to you. Rebecca Cohen is joining us today, who actually was a show host here on Awake TV. I definitely invite you to go back and discover some of her earlier episodes, including the ones that she did regularly with Amanda Masters, co-founder of Awake. And Rebecca is just a beautiful spirit. I'm so thankful that we got connected via Wake TV a couple of years back and now have the opportunity to co-collaborate through some of the work that she is doing with her own healing modality, The Path to Heal, as well as joining us for our new platform, om-heals.com, where she is one of the incredible practitioners that we feature and match with users from around the world. So let me share with you a little bit about Rebecca's journey and how it was that she came to create this healing modality called The Path to Heal. Rebecca Cohen not only created The Path to Heal, but has also authored 25 books and 13 Oracle card decks. She had a 20 plus year career in banking and became director at JP Morgan Chase. In 2008, Rebecca left the banking world after having a transformative awakening in which she realized that all things can be healed through one simple concept, self-love. Although simple, self-love is also elusive. Therefore, Rebecca developed a remarkable healing system called the Path to Heal, which utilizes specific protocols and muscle testing to quickly uncover the psycho-spiritual roots that block self-love. Once the insight is received, the Path utilizes healing tools such as crystals, sound therapy, and essential oils to restore the body to health and to our lives to live with abundant joy. Rebecca instructs the Path to Heal practitioners, teaches workshops on the Path to Heal, and also sees private clients in Pennsylvania where she lives. Prior to developing the Path to Heal, Rebecca also studied body talk and Reiki and received her MBA from UCLA, as well as her BA from Barnard College. Rebecca, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm so happy to be here. As soon as you started talking or reading my bio, um, I got the chills. And it's it's actually, it's just so beautiful that we're together and that Awake is the platform, which is a, such a platform of love. And it just, it just feels really good to be here. Yes, you were transformative. Rebecca and I had the pleasure of doing a Path to Heal session a couple of months back. And I'll always remember, Rebecca, how you said, you know, is there this fear of sinning or something that's in the space for you? And really, it was kind of like a domino effect. The moment Rebecca shared that with me in our session, we were able to unravel my fear of disappointing people. And so, Rebecca, I want to know what inspired you? How does somebody out of the blue get inspired to create a platform to help people heal and transform their lives? How did that come about? You know, it was sort of out of the blue and sort of not. I mean, I did not know that I had any um, psychic abilities or intuitive abilities. I probably more of an intuitive than a psychic. 
Um, I, you know, I was good at my job. I was always good at analyzing um, data. I was a, I, I ran a market analysis group for those 20 years that I was in banking. It never occurred to me to use that skill anywhere else, but actually three things happened that created this transformative um, moment. The first was that I had Lyme's disease mm. and I knew that I had it. I'm not one of those mystery Lyme person. I, um, it wasn't the rash the, the, that you get on your body. I didn't have the bullseye. I had a different kind of one. So they didn't diagnose it right away. And therefore they were delayed in giving me um, antibiotics, but mm. it, everything came clear that I had it. But that three week in delay and giving me the antibiotics created a sickness that lasted four years. And I had a very good friend who's an infectious disease doctor. And she said to me, once you have antibiotics, I wouldn't recommend do it again. Go exploring. I don't, we don't have anything else for you in the medical world. She was pretty clear with that. And at the same time, so I was feeling really, really, really bad. And I had been working with a chiropractor who was muscle testing me. And so for those people that don't know, a lot of chiropractors do it. They, they press down on a muscle and if they, and they ask questions and if you're weak to something, your muscle will go down. And if you're strong, it will stay up. And they actually did a protocol called NET on me. And um, it's called neural emotional technique. And the first time they did it, my body heated up. It just went nuts. And it was like, okay, take note. And so I learned how to muscle test from that. And I just muscle test using my fingers. If you go back and look at my, one of my old shows, I teach people how to uh, muscle test. I think it was season two, episode five. I'm not hundred percent sure though. So, um, so that led me to understand that you can really have a conversation with someone's unconscious mind adjust through muscle testing and asking yes, no questions. It's a binary system like a computer is. And so you can very quickly get to an answer by just drilling down. And then I was introduced to more and more of these systems that use muscle testing. NET was the first one. NAET, which is an allergy elimination technique, was the second one. And then the third one that I was introduced to was body talk. And the thing about body talk was that I, I was allowed to study. I was fascinated, but those other two required all these prerequisites that I didn't have. I was a banker. I wasn't in the medical field in any way. So I couldn't get in the door on those other two. So what happened is I went to visit my cousin in California who runs a um, healing practice, a physical therapy. So it's very traditional in a lot of ways, but it was also, it had its uh, you know woo-woo pieces to it. And one of her practitioners was a body talk practitioner. And she said to me, I need to introduce you to this. So I said, okay, whatever you want, I trust you. So I, um, so I did whatever Sherry said, and I had a, a session with a woman named Trisha, who I think still practices in Northern California. And she was wonderful. And she knew everything about me. And I gave her no health history through muscle testing and going through the protocols on body talk. And I loved those protocols. I adored it. I studied it really quickly, came an advanced practitioner, um, would have done it. And then at the same time, I was in the banking world and the banking world left me. There, were, we were, there was a bit of a downturn and it was like, I went from being this 
well-beloved um, employee too. We don't need you anymore. And I got a little severance package of, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll do body talk. So I was, I was doing body talk and body talk is a protocol that you muscle test through. And there is a note at the end of the protocol called the other modalities. And body talk is open protocol an open system. So if you get other modalities while you're muscle testing, a few things can happen. And one of those things are that you go off the protocol to other, they can send you to a doctor, they can send you to a therapist. And so I kept getting, and I kept asking, what do I need to do? I'd be muscle testing. And I'd be like, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And finally, it probably took me a month to ask the question, do I need to make something myself? And then once I did, I got this big, like I felt the angel standing up and giving me a standing ovation. Like it only took you a month to ask the right question. So at that point, and that was in 2009, I couldn't do body talk anymore. The, I could never muscle test that I was supposed to work with a client on body talk. So I had these clients that were already seeing me and some of them I referred out. And then I was sitting there saying, okay, what am I going to do? And as I asked that question, I heard three things. Be enthusiastically yourself at all times. Then all good things come to you. And then you're in a state of unconditionally giving and receiving love. So being enthusiastically yourself at all times was my breakthrough moment when I created this system. If I can help people get to the space where they are authentic and enthusiastically themselves, then they will live in perfect health and perfect happiness. There's no, um, it's a simple rule. It's just very hard to do. That's what you read before, self-love. We're afraid of self-love. We, for many of us, criticism is like death. Like, oh my God, the worst thing in the world is to put myself out there and be criticized. And as much as we poo-poo that and say, oh, well, I'm okay with that. Most of us aren't. And so putting yourself out there becomes incredibly difficult. And also there are expectations. So you, you start to hide yourself. And when you hide yourself in any way and you're not authentic, then these energetic blocks form in your system. And they can turn into anything. They can turn into physical conditions. They can turn into emotional issues. They can turn into financial issues, but this energy is stored all over your body. And so, and then they turn into conditions and I refer to them as illuminating conditions Mm -hmm. because what they do, I use them. I love them, whatever's going wrong, because I use them to understand where you're not authentic to self. So if you come to me with knee pain, I will use my tools and I, I have a protocol and manuals and books and all sorts of stuff, but I muscle test your energy through this protocol. And, and it's very symbolic. There's a, we have a lot of symbolic energy. Each one of these is a door to a different dimension of healing. And when we open that door, I bring you to a different place in the system. That's why it's taken me 10 years to create. I bring you to a different place in the system. And then we open that dimension of healing. And as we open this other dimensional world of healing, I can, as your practitioner, guide you to understand how specifically you aren't loving in a certain area. At the same time, other dimensional beings are there to help you feel safe choosing love. Mm-hmm. 
and choosing to be brave and fully express yourself instead of hide. And let's say you're working on knee pain. Sometimes that knee pain will go away in the course of a session. And sometimes there are so many layers of energetic blocks that are stuck in that knee or something associated to the knee that it takes a little while longer. Some people, some people will come to me and I'll be like, one problem, one fix, done. I hear them two months later. I hear from them two months later, another problem fixed done. Other people have layers and layers and layers and layers of energy through this lifetime and past lifetimes that we have to get through. Um, but either way is beautiful. So the way, so then I just, that very, very essential premise, self-love is the only path to heal has guided everything I do. And there's another premise in this, and that is that we are all divine and that we all have the ability once we love self completely to have this miraculous healing energy for ourselves in the world inside of us. So if one of us is brave enough to be self-loving at all times, it, it opens this remarkable channel. So I've stopped trying to figure out the external God and the internal God and where the angels are. They're all part of me and they're all transformative. Um, so I just work with the energy as I'm feeling it. And I, um, Amanda, who is the, um, founder of Awake TV used to say that I, she felt the energy on me that I'm like in the spaceship and I'm going to all parts of the galaxy and I'm collecting anything I can get from any system anywhere and pouring the piece of it that I need into my system. And it doesn't when it comes in, it doesn't look like what it was. It's just a piece that informs my system so that I can get deeper and deeper into someone's consciousness to help them choose love. Mm. I, I love this, Rebecca. And I think that's one of the reasons that you and I really resonated when we first connected. Just yesterday, I was playing around. I like to think of myself as a citizen scientist. I am doing some work with heart math right now. And I just got my heart rate coherence monitor. So to your exact point, and in, in basically attribution to this program that you've created, I was on with my dear friend and vocal coach who I'm partnering with right now, Arthur Samuel Joseph, yesterday. I said, oh, Arthur, let's measure my heart rate variability and levels of coherence while we're doing our lesson today. So I clip on the little ear monitor and start the heart rate monitor going. And what was really astounding to me, Rebecca, because I had obviously never tried this before, is if I tried to fake something with Arthur, like sometimes he'd be like, Jen, show more happiness or joy on your face. So as a joke, this is something I used to do as a little kid. I'd be like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, exactly like that. And every time I would do that, Rebecca, I kid you not, I would drop from like high coherence right into the lowest level of coherence. Or if Arthur started to give me feedback, I might be on a flow and in high coherence. And then the moment that I felt like I was being criticized, again, I dropped right back down to red. And I found that that was so apropos for what we're talking about today is we can sit around here and some of you out there might be thinking, this is woo-woo. I don't know if I believe this. And I'm telling you, as somebody who has been scientifically experimenting on myself <laughs> for the past few days, it is really on point. And, and so that leads to my next question, Rebecca. You know, I know one of the things we're going to do today is a wonder session, but before we get into that, I do, would love to know how do we begin to see what our capacity for self-love is right now? Is there some sort of way to assess, okay, on a scale of one to 10 or zero to a hundred, 
where am I at on my capacity for self-love now? And what's missing that would have me hit that next level? Well, what I'm, what I'm hearing right now is what are the things you'd like to do, but you don't do because you either think that they're too risky. A lot of it is risk. So something you'd like to say that is too risky or something you'd like to do that is too risky or Mm -hmm. something that you, as you're feeling it, where have I stopped myself? Because it feels like it's unacceptable. Mm. That would be very accurate. Yes. And I think it's something that many of us are going through, as you know, on the om-heelsplatform.com, what we do is people put in what their goal is of what matters to them. And so often, Rebecca, we see self-worth, self-worth and anxiety are such detrimental things that we allow to completely inhibit ourselves from reaching our full potential. So yes, a hundred percent, how would we transform that? Well, so the transformation I do, so if you come to me as a, as a um, client, you personally, as the client, don't really have to do much of the work. So what happens is, is as a client, you come and you tell me everything that isn't good in your life, physical. And then I use this technique to represent why it's there and why it's there all is always related to some fear of something, some fear of self-expression in one way or another. The beautiful thing is, is that when you bring that fear into consciousness, then very often you just have the courage to be unstoppable in certain areas that you didn't before. So outside of this system, I don't give, I don't give advice. I go in and even inside a session, I'm not giving anyone advice. So inside of a session, what I do is represent and share back to them what their fears are and help them explore. And they're very directed. You know, if you say to me, I have knee pain, I'm going to tell you the energetic block that I can define as a fear from some age in your life or a past life. And I help you recognize that fear. And then what happens is it's never as bad as we think. (laughs) You know, it, it, it became such a big thing when we were three or five or in our first marriage or whatever it was. And now as because you've come to me for help, it's not so hard anymore to talk about it or think about it. And so a lot of times when people work with me, it's like a therapy session in some ways, but it's very directed. Here's your pain. This is what I'm picking up on you using these protocols through muscle testing. So it's a system that I can teach with ease because everything is protocol driven. And as long as you trust your intuition, when you're studying with me, you're able to do what I do. It's not going to sound exactly the same because we're all different. Um, And I love to watch students progress. It takes a full year to really get the hang of this. Um, And it's a pretty um, intense course of study. But once they do, all of a sudden, I love getting sessions from them myself because they'll pick up on things that I kind of know. It's never a full surprise. It's like, oh yeah. And and then the system, so what all these healing tools do, the tuning forks, the essential oils, all of these crystals, a lot of Merkaba crystals, which are mystical, magical um, devices, 
they raise our vibration. And with all this angelic energy surrounding us that the session brings in, they raise our vibration. And I'm actually a group of five um, businesswomen all working in the same um, office. And there were some there was some tension and we were trying to release it. And it's lovely when something like that happens. Um, and they kept saying to me, how can we do this ourselves without your help? And, you know, cause they're all not going to come to me regularly. And I was trying to say, well, there's one thing I can give you advice. If you think about things you're afraid to do. And one of this women was afraid to take a test to get her to the next level and be more she was afraid she was going to fail it. She was afraid she wasn't a great learner. And you can ask yourself, it's scary to take the test because, and then you get an answer. And then you can add, and then you put the answer in. So the answer is scary because. So it's scary to take the, cost, the, the test because I might fail. And then you ask yourself, well, failing is scary because... And if you ask your answer, you substitute your answer in over and over and over again, you can get to your root fears yourself. And, and it's like, it takes, it often takes five levels to get to your root fear. And that is a very easy exercise you can do. That's, that's incredibly helpful. Mm. I love that. I want to reiterate that for anybody watching, listening, What Rebecca just said was so powerful. Ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And then once you get that answer, keep going deeper and deeper to get to the bottom of what the root of that fear is. You know, it's like if we treated, if you had a toothache and they might put a filling in, but they didn't go to the root of the tooth, it's still going to rot and fall out at some point. And the same is true of our self-care. We often only deal with the superficial surface level that we can see. And when we get down to really dig out the root, that's when all of a sudden we have brand new teeth. We can interact with the world in a completely different way. And that happens physically, especially with your teeth. So you're using that as a, um, as a bad tooth metaphor, but all of our emotions are stored in our tooth and our teeth. And so, and Chinese medicine is the one that taught me this. So that if you have a repressed emotion, it gets stored in your tooth. And if your tooth comes out. What are the odds that I would choose that (laughs) as a random example? I had no idea, Rebecca. I love that little synchronicity that just came about. Yeah. So, yes. So that's a, it's a whole um, metaphor for your whole body. What's in your mouth. Actually, I'm going to show you this if I can find it quickly. I mean, it's a a chart that I created. Um, I can't get to it quickly, but it's called the, oh, here it is. And you're not going to really understand it, but I want you to see this. It goes from teeth from one through 32, and each tooth has a bunch of emotions associated with it. And so it's a very, so like these have all the emotions that are stored in your teeth. And I did not get this from another system. I just muscle tested this emotion. Where is it stored? This emotion, where is it stored? And I use this all the time in helping people. And then all the different colors mean one color means also stored in the back. Another color is also stored in the heart. So it's a, we're actually easier to figure out than we think. We just needed me and other people who are doing heart math and other such, such stuff to decode it for the world. Oh, 
That is incredible. You just got to love, you got to love the synchronicities. A, a little aside that I want to offer a couple of months ago, we had had Dr. Todd of on the show. And since Dr. Todd told me to observe every night before bed, the moments of synchronicity, awe and wonder and miracles that happen each day and to write them down more and more have been happening. I say that for two reasons. One, because what Rebecca just shared was a synchronicity. Here I am completely unaware that the tooth is related to an actual Chinese medicine thing, nor did I know that she created this. And two, that leads us into our final aspect of today's show, which is the exercise of wonder. Do we still have time to go through that, Rebecca? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to do the exercise, but I want to say one other thing that Jennifer and I didn't know each other. She, she promoted Ohm Heels and I've seen her on Awake. And so I reached out and we figured out and we live across the world from each other and neither of us live in San Francisco. And we figured out in our first conversation that both of us were gonna be free for one hour on one day while we were in San Francisco, staying two or three miles away from each other. And we met for that one hour. And, and that's, so we, recognize that we have the synchronistic connection. It's, it's connection. magic. And we all do. The more we look for synchronicity on wonder, the more we experience it. I've been personally asking God since the beginning of the year, be like universe, please give me 10 miracles or 12 miracles today in the wisdom to recognize each of them. And I kid you not about two weeks ago, Rebecca, I write this down as part of my daily intentions. And I meant to write down the number 10 as I, you know, universe, please provide me with 10 miracles, but my hand wrote down 19. So I went to delete the nine on my phone. I was like, no, you know what? The universe wants to gift me 19 miracles. I will receive all 19. Why cut myself off at the legs at 10? And that day, kid you not actually experienced 19 miracles. And it was just, and you magic. recognize them. Yes. Every session has a dream. And I know we're going to talk about a specific topic when I do the wonder session. But while you were talking, I had to write this down as the dream for everybody. Please give me 19 miracles every day and the wisdom to recognize them. 100%. Yes. And I'm just going to emphasize that with my tuning forks. So would you like to introduce the topic the way you feel it that I'm going to do the session on? Or would you like me to? Yeah, so the topic that we are going to cover today is there's an energy, obviously everything is energy, we are all 99.999% energy. And unfortunately, because of a lot of the divisiveness that's happening in the world, we're seeing a lot of accidental adversarial relationships. And this is specifically prominent in the energy healing field. Uh, as we've mentioned, I now have a company that I've co-founded called Ohm Heals. And Rebecca, of course, is an incredible energy healer. And what Rebecca and I were talking about one day is how it hurt our hearts that there was this divisiveness between this is right, this is wrong. You should get vaccinated. You shouldn't get vaccinated. Any myriad of things, political, otherwise. And for the first time ever, we're seeing this field of practitioners who are normally in complete bliss and alignment with one another in these accidental adversarial relationships. So I would love it if you could take us from there. That's wonderful. And um, so there was a Rumi quote, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's about being in the field of self-acceptance and I'll meet you there. Mm. And it's such a beautiful quote, because if each one of us were in self-love and self-acceptance, then we would have no problem 
accepting another person's point of view. Mm. And we would have no problem recognizing using the vaccine as an example that the vaccine may be right for me and it's not right for you or vice versa. We would have no problem living in a world where those decisions and those dualities didn't threaten us and that we didn't think your your decision on this or who you vote for or whatever it is, is going to be bad for me. That's why we break apart and and fight. But if we get to self-love, then we realize that I create my own reality and I've created a loving reality. So it doesn't make one bit of difference to me whether you choose to get vaccinated or not or who you vote for or whether you're sending your kids to school or keeping them home or whatever this anxious time is that when I'm in self-acceptance, my choices feel natural to me and your choices feel natural to me because I'm not threatened by them because I create my reality from a space of love. So that I never have to yell or promote on Facebook that you don't get it and I do, or that I'm awake and you're not for whatever point of view you're taking. I mean, the platform awake that we're on is about, not about I'm right, you're wrong. Yes, if I may add, I was just Googling, there's a name for God I love. As you know, I studied Kabbalah. Many of you may know that by now if you've been watching the show over the last two years. It's one of the many disciplines I'm a fan of. And there's a name for God that's called Global Transformation. And it's Ayin Shin Lamed. And my favorite thing that it says, you can Google this and find it on Tumblr. It says, and if there is any doubt whatsoever that we ourselves still require further correcting, bear in mind this harsh Kabbalistic truth, that which our eyes witness in the external world, all the evil, all the wickedness is but a mirror image reflecting the remains of evil that lay hidden and undetected in our own hearts. Just got those chills back again. It's exactly what I, um, what I, what I've been given to share with the world. Um, It's interesting because I have something on my website um, called power symbols and it has all this energy in it. And my sister's a rabbi and I shared them with her and she was like, do you know that this has all this Kabbalistic language in it? And I was like, I don't know. I just received it. So I love the fact that you, one of your modalities that is more than a modality. Um, Kabbalah is just so, this has has the same truths that I'm accessing and I don't even know it. I know some of it because I use some of those healing points and the, a lot of my tuning forks are related to the, um, the spherot, the which are um, in um, Kabbalah, it's where we create from. And so I opened those as part of a path to heal session. So um, I love that. And I felt so good when you said it. Oh. So I'm going to go into my wonder session. I'm going to just demonstrate a few things for a second. It's hard to tell, but this is, I took notes while Jennifer was talking. And um, 
This is represents the chakra. And we use this chakra system from zero to 13. And 13 is unconditional love, Christ consciousness. That's the energy we pull. And it's six, seven feet on top of our head. And the zero chakra is this groundedness secure. And the ones that everyone's used to are one through seven. But, you know, there are all sorts of systems that you can use. And this is, is one of them. And when I do this, I just have one other page out. Oh, here it is. I pulled it out 20 seconds ago. So that was my miracle. I pulled it out already. Yay! See, you noticed a miracle. That's the thing. When we begin to even notice one miracle today, a day, that's a victory of human spirit. That's great. So I'm putting something called a diamond extractor on the zero chakra. And I'm putting a tourmaline between the fourth and fifth chakra right in the middle on our page. And this page represents everyone that's watching and any healer out there that wants this energy energetically. If they don't want it, it's okay. It's not in their path yet. And then what I do, and it's quite fun when you see this in person, is I go up and down the chakras over that page. And I, I just move it a little bit to go up and down the page. And when there's a block, my pendulum goes a little crazy like that. And when there's been a shift, my pendulum starts to dance. And in every teeny little, as if I were going like this with the pendulum, and it's not a motion that I can do to make happen. So it's very affirming when you do this because the pendulum does so much of the work. And you probably won't see it because mostly I'm closer to the page, but that's what I'm holding. And we start by clearing out. We start with this concept. And the concept is getting to our God force. Our soul is evolution. Our breath is life. Our body is experience. Our mind is interpretation. Our heart is our pulse. When our parts are connected by love, we are the force of God. So for everyone who's experiencing this, we're helping open your God force energy. And I'm going to ask Jen to set the healing intention. You talked about it already. Is there one or two words you can use for the healing intention for today? Miraculous vitality for all. Love it. So I'm going to look for the blocks in this joint group of souls that are tuning in today um, to miraculous vitality for all. What a what another way of healing the world. Let's just become vital. Let's not worry about anything else. Okay, so my just by you saying that, my pendulum started to do one of those little tiny dancing <laughs> vibrations. Okay, so I'm going to go up the chakras and figure out where the blocks are. And the first block is right here. It was so cool, which is the fifth chakra, which is the joyful expression of truth. And where is COVID right now landing first and foremost in so many people? And now I'm getting the chills again. It's right here in the fifth chakra. And it's blocking the joyful expression of truth. Mm. Instead, it creates angry expression. So, so this, this will give some COVID some healing today. Um, so I'm going to see if I can get some more information. 
So COVID is blocking our joyful expression of truth. And I have all these card decks um, and I'm going to pick a card from it. And these card decks are very magical um, to see what energy we need to heal. Do I need to pick a card? Yes, it's not coming immediately. I'm going to close my eyes. And first I'm getting, I have an angel card deck that's that, that represents all of the biblical angels. I decided to do this work and then the biblical angels just started chitty-chatting with me and told me what to put in the, in the deck. So this is Ariel. I bring your divine plan to you so that you know where you are and where to go. I will open doors for you. Your only job is to go through them. Mm. When you asked me before about the um, way to help you do this healing yourself, go through those doors that are wide open. Mm. Don't be afraid of them. Don't assume it's too easy. Run through them and see what happens. You know, if you have to turn around and pick another door, that's just great. You've explored one. Now you got another one to explore. So if you close your eyes for a second, ask to see your divine plan. And it doesn't have to be a big. It's just ask to see the next open door. Did you see anything? Uh, (laughs) Yes, it's kind of embarrassing, but I've had this same vision for a long time of being on a stage with many, 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 many people and light shining on me. And the message I got was step into the light. So funny, my door, for whatever reason, had a big dollar sign on it. Nice, I like it. <laughs> and then as I opened up, the doors got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the dollar sign got bigger and bigger and bigger. So it was just fun. And one of the themes of this thing is that money is just a reflection of your energy. So if you live enthusiastically and you want money, because some people don't, if you live enthusiastically and you want money, then that will reflect your energy if you from heart energy. So anyway, so hopefully the rest of you who are watching did this and got some interesting visions that felt very um, fun. And on that note, Rebecca, I know we have only a short amount of time here before we need to wrap up. I would love for you to share about your Facebook page where people can click on all of your incredible decks that you put online for free for people. So where would they go to do that? They would go to two places. One is, and I can, I can actually share it, pick the path to heal cards. And the second one is um, uplifting card readings where I actually do card readings. So if you want, when I get to the next block, I'll pick the card so that everybody can see it. Perfect. Oh, I don't know if I can because uh, you're the uh, host of this meeting, so I don't know if I can talk. Uh, yeah, so now we know. Pick the path to heal the card. cards. Yes. So I just want to go up and down the chakras once. Sometimes when you do a session with me in private, I would go up more and down more. But we're going to just go up and down once because that's all that's needed today. So it'll be another few minutes. So now when I put the... Um, the pendulum over the fifth chakra, that block has been cleared. Mm. Having COVID to help us block our expression of truth, which was the block. The next one is the ninth chakra. And the ninth chakra is forgiveness leading to optimism. And now I'm going to pick a what if card to help us understand are there emotions? No, I just have to pick this card to understand why we 
as a world are having trouble with optimism. You know, if we're dividing and fighting, it's because we don't believe that there's a natural good ending if we just live our lives. Mm. So it's like the only way I'm going to be safe is if I choose to get vaccinated or I choose not to get vaccinated or I tell you you have to get vaccinated. Whereas if we just live in our flow and trust, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Mm. So the card is love. I am never threatened. This is perfect. I am never threatened because everyone experiences me as love because I am love. So this is helping us that door that we were going through. We walk in and we know that we're walking into the room as love. It's funny, my pendulum won't in my hands, and I don't usually experience that, won't let me move on. So oh. there's something else about the ninth chakra, which is forgiveness leading to optimism, yes. Is there an emotional block? Is there another card? Is there a tuning fork? So I have to play a tuning fork. And I'm playing my crystal 4096 tuning fork. It's actually a very available tuning fork, 4096, which brings in this beautiful angelic energy. Mm. So inviting the angels in to helping to help us experience forgiveness leading to optimism. And may I just throw on something on top of that for anybody out there who might be struggling with forgiveness uh, as I've been self-experimenting on myself, as I mentioned with the heart rate monitor, I noticed that one of the greatest times without even thinking about it, that I drop into high states of coherence is the Ho'opono Ono prayer which is very easy to say. And for anybody you're struggling with, even a group of people that maybe you disagree with their philosophy or belief or choice, you can say this out loud while thinking of an individual or group of people, not to them, just while thinking of them. I apologize. Please forgive me. Thank you for being in my life so that I may love you. And you might even want to say it a few times a day out as you're walking the dog or cooking breakfast, whatever it might be. And the recognition that it's me and I can create love. So going up to the 13th chakra and coming back down again. And when I come to the zero chakra, so I went up all the chakras and I came back down. I'm doing a particular technique and I'm using rose essential oil. And the technique I am doing is I trust the universe. I am completely present to everything that surrounds me. Therefore, my life is fascinating and free of drama, unwanted circumstance, challenges, weighty issues, and fear. Life is bliss. Mm. So there's a trust. If we give it, the, the things that are happening in the universe right now, this crazy time we've been living through for almost two years, is not necessarily the result of my personal choice. In some ways, since we create our own reality, it's all my personal choice. But the duality of that is that it's bigger than us and my personal choices. Mm. Um, and so what's happening, if we trust that what's happening is actually helping to raise the universe's vibration to a more loving state, then, then we can just stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and just pick the most loving adventures we can. And if anyone follows Jen on Facebook, she's the absolute 
prime example of never having stopped picking loving adventures over these last couple of years. It's, it's, it's so funny. It is part of my life path. If you look at my gene keys, it literally says part of my life is to have adventure and to teach other people that it's okay to follow your dreams. That's yeah, beautiful. Yes. So now I'm holding it over the fourth chakra, which is the heart chakra. And if, if it goes really wide and really big, it means that the wonder has occurred. Ah. And that's what's happening now. Then the client, which is everybody who has decided to join in this session, feels worthy, which is what you were talking about at the beginning of the session, of peace, joy, and happiness regarding the healing intention, which is both the miraculous vitality for all and the 19 miracles and the recognition of them. Oh. Say right now. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm so grateful that you joined us today and that we got to do this wonder session together. And unfortunately, we're out of time. So we'll definitely have to have you come back and wish everybody to go. Please check out many of Rebecca's old episodes on the network, Rebecca Cohen. As she mentioned, there are episodes on muscle testing, among many other things that she's been teaching here on the network over the last several years. And Rebecca, let's remind people again of your websites and where to go if they want to book a session with you. So my website is thepathtoheal.com, just The Path to Heal. I have a Facebook page that's The Path to Heal, and you can get me through either of those sources to book a session. And I have two other pages, and one is Pick the Path to Heal card. And then each of these decks that I have is a GIF, and you can just click it, and you get, and you can pick cards. You don't have to buy them. You can just do that. And, um, and then another group that you can ask to be a part of is called Uplifting Card Readings. Hmm. So beautiful, Rebecca. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to see if you match with Rebecca, you can do so for free on om-heals.com. And in fact, Rebecca, do you mind if I share the thing that happened? No, please do. It was so funny. So we had just launched Om Heals about a month or two ago, and Rebecca was one of the beta testers with us for practicing. And as we sit down for coffee, she said, Jen, I have to tell you something. My significant other, who I've been with for 10 years, answered the matching questions and got me as his match. And I love that. I share that story with everyone. We've had so many husbands and wives, best friends, fellow practitioners matching. So have fun with it. It's free to get your matches. We would love to send you your personalized matches. And we're so thankful for you. And uh, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you to each of you out there tuning in, listening whenever and wherever you are. May you receive 19 or more miracles every day and the wisdom and the grace to appreciate and accept them. Wishing you a beautiful rest of your week. And thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Regarding Consciousness with Jennifer K. Hill. We would love it if you would take a moment and write a review for us or rate us on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And if you'd like to stay in touch and find out about upcoming events with some of the amazing guests we've had on the show, like Deepak Chopra and other world thought leaders, feel free to join my email list at metabizics, M-E-T-A-B-I-Z-I-C-S dot com. Again, that's metabizics.com. And you can go ahead and join our email list there. 
Thanks so much. And we look forward to having you join us next week.